Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. Grab your cup of coffee or your tea, <laughs> sit back, let's chat about what is happening in the stars above for today and into the weekend. It's a crazy morning. Holy cow. I come back, you sit it down at my computer, barely ready, and I realize I'm supposed to be live already. So I apologize if I made you wait although I'm sure you didn't wait for very long because it's just now 8.01. <laughs> uh, but thanks for being here this morning. And uh, let's get to it, shall we? We have a lot to talk about. And some of the things that we're going to talk about this morning relate to the astrology of 2022. And this is primarily because 2022's energy specifically begins this month, really tomorrow, right? Tomorrow with Venus's conjunction to Pluto. And that means understanding what's happening now will help us relate better to what is happening in 2022. And there is still room and still time if you have not yet purchased your ticket to the Astrology of 22 webinar on, it'll be on Tuesday uh, at 12 noon Pacific time. If you are not able to attend live, you can still purchase your ticket because once you register, you receive the recording when it's ready to go. So no loss involved, right? So if you want to get your ticket, go to my website, www.living-astrology.com. Scroll a little bit down the page. You'll see Astrology of 2022 webinar. It's $25. And as a bonus you get a free astrology of 2022 report and that is about 50 pages of information designed and personalized for you you personally and i know several of you out there have already gotten yours signed up and gotten your uh report already so they can tell you how valuable it is it comes with 12 monthly calendars so that you can do like i do Here's the calendar that I use on a daily basis when I am preparing the day. And this is set up in my time zone with my birth chart in mind. So it has both my, my personalized transits for that day, as well as the generalized transits that I share with you. So that's part of it. And then as well, because, you know, you could look at it and you can go, oh, okay, Mars square Uranus. What does that mean? Right? So then you can in the timeline part of your report, go to the exact day um, and get your personalized interpretation for that particular transit. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, so you can get that free with your ticket to the webinar. Now, don't despair if you can't get your ticket to the webinar or for some reason you won't be available to do that. You can still get the report. I'll be sending out the link for that. It's $20. Uh, if you uh, get it and purchase it without the ticket to the uh, webinar. Okay. And let's see. Good morning, everybody jumping in here this morning. Good morning, Corey and Tom. Aloha. He says, Julie Kiss. Good morning, Ursula. Hello there. Uh, Susie Gemini. Good to see you. Stephanie Worth. Happy Friday. Good to see you. Christine Buckingham. Good morning, Debbie Tibbetts. Two meals. She says, good morning from Jacksonville, Florida, visiting our tour. Well, hello to Artur and good morning to you, Debbie. Carol, good morning. And she's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I'm a little bit jelly. Uh, JLo, Grand Rising, and good morning to Astro Design family. And Susie says, Santa Fe is beautiful. I've been there only one time in my entire life. And I, not being a particularly religious person, was enthralled with the Catholic Church there and unbelievably moved by the stained glass windows and just the whole atmosphere inside that cathedral. Uh, Allison D, good morning. And Susie says, good morning from California. I'm going there soon, right? I leave on Christmas morning for Disneyland. Well, for California, then Disneyland a few days later. Christine Buckingham, it's really a great webinar. Last year's was great. And let me tell you guys this. I put a lot of work and effort into the webinars that I do because I want to make sure it's understandable, it's correct, um, and that it is something that you can find useful for yourself. And I've heard from many of you who have attended those webinars on the astrology of the next year that you've re-listened to that many times throughout the year. 
it's huge, right? In helping us to understand what's coming up. It's like forewarned is forearmed. And not to classify it as a sort of thing that you need to be warned about. It's just about being empowered to live within um, the realm of what's happening as opposed to fighting or going upstream from it, right? It just makes it a whole lot easier uh, when we are living within uh, the flow of the astrology or the human design, we have a deeper understanding of who we are and our role that we're playing within it. So that is why I do it. And to that end, of course, when we go to share the specifics of each of those things as they come up, you already have that understanding, right? That you can now connect it to what's happening for you personally. So it's a really good thing. J-Lo says, it's amazing. Thank you very much. Val Jocelyn, good morning to you. Susie Gemini signed up. I think I got it. And Debbie Tippett's two meal says, me too. Tom Santa Fe is coming to town. <laughs> Sylvester Miller, good morning. Grand Rising, beautiful people. Sending love and positive vibes. Great. Sunny smiles. Sunshine, good morning to you. And uh, uh, Sunny Smile says, love Santa Fe, New Mexico too. Loved the Catholic Church and art community did research on Georgia O'Keeffe. I didn't even get to spend that much time there to really, I got two things when I went to, <laughs> to there. I got a chance to go through the Catholic Church and uh, somewhere on that square uh, where the Catholic Church is was, um, I want to say it was a drugstore that had like a little food place in it. And I got like chili Fritos. So they take a, a bag of Fritos corn chips and they put chili and cheese and onion in it and you eat it right out of the bag. Fascinating, yummy, messy, all the things I like about food. Um, so Amanda J, good morning to you. And uh, Susie Smiles, or Sunny Smiles, not Susie Smiles, said, I just had my chart printed 53 pages, never experienced anything so informative. Looking forward to the webinar and Pam Zaruba, good morning to you. And, you know, I'm inclined to, once I get back from California, which I probably won't be back until on air here until July, July, January 3rd, maybe, or 4th. I don't know which day is the Monday that uh, maybe after that point, scheduling a mini Zoom session for people who want to know how to really use their report. Last time I did that, I actually recorded it and it became the video that is sent with you, uh, with your report to help you understand how to use it. Uh, but there's it, there's nothing like having me in person to help you do that. So I might do that. Just, I'll decide that when I start getting feedback from you, like, how do I use this <laughs> or all of that kind of stuff. Uh, okay, so anything else before we get started? Um, I think we're okay. I think we're okay, except my computer's doing that weird little thing again. I think I decided, I figured out why my computer on my end keeps blanking out. You guys don't notice it, but I have a feeling it has to do with my, my uh, virus protection and my uh, spyware protection. Always doing a checkup and then reestablishing the connection, even though I can't tell that, I mean, you can't tell that it's happening on my end. Everything goes black and then comes back. It's weird. It's just weird. Like I nodded off. Good morning, Natasha. It is good to see you out there. And uh, Sunny Smile says, I can already tell you, grand idea. All right, well, I'll try to get that on the calendar. It'll be a free little thing that you can do uh, just to come along with me and learn about your Astrology of 2022 report. Let's dive into the weekend, shall we? It's Friday. Yoo-hoo! Tomorrow is treat day for my family, which means every year we pick a Saturday or a Sunday where we get together and we bake. So today, tomorrow morning, we're going to start baking. We're going to my daughter Jennifer's house and we spend the day baking cookies and fudge and all kinds of yummies for uh, gifts that we give to our friends, our family at work and that kind of thing. So that's my day tomorrow. It's going to be a great weekend as we have the moon in Pisces. Always a great coming together kind of sign. And with the moon in Pisces, it gives me an opportunity to sort of help you really understand this particular energy. Why? Because it's huge for 2022. At the end of this month, uh, the 28th to be exact, to be exact, Jupiter moves into Pisces. So now we have the co-ruler of the sign of the fishes 
in the sign of the fishes, right? Along with the other more modern ruler, Neptune, also in the sign of Pisces. So Pisces is going to be so important, at least for the first uh, four full months of the year, that you really need to understand about Pisces, where Pisces is in your chart, how it's designed in your chart. For instance, does the, do you have planets in Pisces? And do those planets connect up with other planets in positive aspects or in more challenging aspects, it, it, that kind of thing. So from now on, it is time. Come to this morning broadcast with your own personal chart and with your own personal human design chart, because we're also going to weave in the astro design with this as, as well. So moon and Pisces, sensitive, psychic, imaginative, compassionate, tender, loving, very nice, beautiful, warm-hearted energy, but it also has the energy of peace, community, like peace in um, forming a community or a family, the peace of the family unit or the peace of a community. Uh, doubts, right? We're now looking at the human design gates that are a part of the day, a part of the weekend. Doubts in that the um, gate 63, which falls on the head center, is a, a Piscean gate where we begin to doubt maybe what other people are telling us or about how things are going to happen, when things are going to happen, if things are going to happen, the you know, litany of things that we have going on in our heads. Um, and then that sometimes leads us into doubting ourselves, our own motives. Are we correct? Are we right? Is this the wrong path? Am I doing something wrong? Yada, yada. So all these pressures coming up from questions. So that's part of the Piscean experience as well. And then the last gate that the moon will hit today is the gate 22, a gate of grace, right? A gate that sits on the emotional center, which by the way, the gate 37 is also on the emotional center. So we're getting comfortable with the sensitivities that come up from the emotional center and as well as being sensitive to what our antenna, uh, our head center is picking up from the world around us. Now, the way that that comes in often for us is through the imagination, right? Imagination or is it fantasy? And we've talked about imagination before as nothing in the concrete real world starts in the real world. It starts in the imagination. It starts as an idea. It starts as an inspiration. It starts as something out here that somebody has brought in. And then when they choose to take action on it, then it shows up in the physical real world. It doesn't work the other way around, right? So we have first the imagination. Sometimes that imagination gets caught, right? Sometimes that's the Piscean path as well. We have all these imaginations and all of these creative ideas that we never use, that we never bring into the real. So there's one of the crux of the problems with Piscean energies. We have to learn how to take the right steps on an action that's coming from our imagination. And we'll be looking at that deeper as time goes on. Um, with the Neptune uh, connection in Pisces, we also have sleep, right? Sleep, dream, confusion, chaos energies. So if you are noticing, if you notice when the moon moves through Pisces, um, that your sleep is disrupted or that your dreams are more highly activated, you might notice for a long term now for the next five months that a lot of that is uh, triggered in a more high way. So high meaning a more highly energetic, a higher vibratory way, more symbolic, more difficult to pin down and understand. And I, I'm already noticing this, right? I, I keep telling my grief counselor every week, like since Brian died, my dreams have been either very much uh, um, clear and I know exactly what's happening or the complete opposite where I am like in some other world doing some very odd thing and I come back and I don't remember it. So a lot of subconscious type energy, I think that's happening with all of us and will continue to happen. And one of the main places where that can show up for us is in the dream state. So be prepared, right? For dreams, keep a dream journal. This will be the best year ever to keep a dream journal, right? This is the best weekend ever maybe to get into the habit of keeping a dream journal. 
Um, then when we move out of the imaginal realm, we, mo we move into the, the realm of joyfulness because Pisces is the ruler of the states of consciousness that bring us joy and bliss, love, ecstasy. This is a universal love energy. And uh, being in that joyful state is not an emotion, right? Joy is, we think of joy sometimes as an actual emotion, but it is not. Joy is a state of being. It's the natural state of being for the human. And what it shows us when we are out of alignment with joy, when we're feeling sad, when we're feeling upset, or when we're feeling angry or restless or bored or you name it, anything but joyful, that we have somehow strayed out of alignment with our hearts. So we have some months ahead of us to be able to work with this energy to help us stay aligned with our hearts, with what we love, because we're going to know when we strayed from joyfulness. There's also psychic sensitivity here. So being um, sort of more aware of what's going on with your fellow human beings, of what energetically may be happening or about to happen in the world. This can also lead to more emotional sensitivity where we feel more emotionally volatile, more emotionally triggered. So all of the harping that I've done over the last few months about being emotionally responsible, responsible is so that we won't be in reactionary energy to the emotional stimulus that might be triggered during this period of time. And then for all of us to take moments in our day, whether it's through meditation or yoga or prayerfulness or any, any other discipline to connect to our higher spiritual self right? To connect to um, our more sensitive self where all the feelers are out there, right? Um, there's also the potential as we start to work through Piscean energy for spiritual healing and healing on all levels, really. But I am someone that sort of believes that a lot of the energy that happens in our bodies doesn't begin in the body. It begins out into the spiritual realm with some disconnect or some misdirect. And then it moves into the mental realm and then into the emotional realm and then eventually into the physical realm. I don't believe that disease begins here, right? It, it, it starts out here somewhere else. So the potential for spiritual healing, I'm going to think, uh, I, I really believe that we're going to see some new healing technologies, that we're going to hear more and more about the psycho, spiritual, physical, um, so body, mind, and spirit connection in healing. Uh, in fact, right after the new year, on I'm going to start shows on Wednesday, one of my first guests is going to be a man that talks about scalar technology, which can be used in healing. And <clears throat> it's high voltage, it's high, high spiritual energy in a healing process. So I can't wait to share that. I can't wait to find out more about it myself. Um, and as far as spiritual healing and higher power is concerned, it brings in some of these things that we talk about, but sometimes don't have a real complete understanding of trust, surrender, uh, inner peace, right? What does all of that mean? What does it mean to surrender? What does it mean to trust? What does it mean to find inner peace? And what does it mean when we don't have that? And how do we restore ourselves to those high energies, right? The high, not as in activated, but high as in peaceful, as in higher spiritual uh, energies. And of course, yoga and meditation and journaling and different healing methods all bring us to that Qigong. Um, all kinds of tools are available to us to restore that. And then learning to quiet the mind. <clears throat> I just had the most interesting conversation with my husband. And that he for about the last two weeks, unbeknownst to me. Now, I know that when he's restless at night, I feel him moving around or getting up or down, but I didn't realize that he had been stressing over something that happened with his eBay business. And he never mentioned it to me. I mean, I knew about it. Don't tell, don't, yeah, I knew about the problem. I just didn't know how much stress he was holding about it. And then he was going to bed every night worrying about it. And I, I, it gave me a pause because I'm like, you're my own spouse. I should have been able to help you through this. 
right? To help you understand that the more that you focus on what it is that you're worried about, the more you're activating that to come to you. Now that, if you could learn anything for 2022, that's the one, right? That what you're focusing on is a magnet to what it is that you're going to be experiencing. So it, it, gave, it gives me, you know, some little shivers here because how easy is it for us to get into a worried state, right? We're worrying about any number of things, right? Any number of things. And then that also, also puts us in the position of the victim energy, the lower frequency energy in Pisces, Pisces energy is the victim, right? The victimhood the fear leading us to be a victim of the fear. And in reality, one of the biggest lessons we're going to have, the biggest tool we're going to have is going to be our ability to magnetize the things that we want to us. What do we want to see in the world? Well, we best be focusing on that and not on what we see in the world. So for example, if you're seeing chaos or you're seeing, and and all of that's possible too, right? If you're seeing chaos or you're seeing, you know, uprising or you're seeing, you know, angriness, don't focus on that. Focus on in your own self being at peace being, you know, healing whatever part of you is in resonance to that angriness or that upset. And uh, I I said to my husband, you know, do you believe that somebody else is causing you to be worried or to focus your thoughts on what you don't want? Because if you do, you're missing the whole point of your power. Your power as a human being is to be able to focus on what you want. In fact, the only real power you have as a human being and your free will is to choose what you're going to focus on, right? It may be an ugly experience you're having, but how do you choose to focus it? What do you choose to think about it? That's where real power lies. And in that power, it becomes magnetic and attracts to you the the things that match the frequency that you're putting out. So if you're putting out the frequency of worry, um, the universe thinks that's what you want more of, right? Because that's what you're focusing on. That's a huge theme all throughout 2020, right? So if you don't learn anything else about 2020, that's, or 2022, that's the theme that you need to focus on. What am I magnetizing toward me by what it is that I'm focusing on? Okay. Now, as far as um, the, the other beautiful energy that's a part of Pisces is unconditional love, right? It brings us all the beautiful things that come with it. Forgiveness, tolerance, understanding, acceptance, compassion, oneness, and not all of those things just devoted to um, the world outside of you, but also to yourself, right? uh, um, Factoring yourself into all of those beautiful energies. Um, I think in every day, we all have these opportunities, these moments where we can choose forgiveness, right? We can choose to forgive ourselves. We can choose to forgive others. We can understand, um, we can tolerate or have tolerance that, you know, not everybody on the planet at this time is at the same spiritual caliber that we are perhaps, or that we believe ourselves to be at. So we might also have to be able to hold space for the people that are still finding their way, that are still awakening, and be there to greet them when they come up to meet us at that level. So it is a really good time for all of those energies, not only today over the weekend with Piscean energy, but as we move into a time period where Piscean energy is so very Uh, palpable. Uh, And again, in the lower frequency, we have victimhood, we have procrastination, we have panic and anxiety, likely triggered from our focusing on what we don't want, right, or focusing on what we're worried about, rerunning the tapes in our head of that conversation and the I should have said, or I should have done this, or I should have gone there. Um, Addictions, right? Addictions, not only the type to substances, but to gambling, to sex, to our thinking processes of what we're always thinking about. And we may have to square with some disappointments. And that's all part of the more uh, negative or lower energy frequencies 
uh, in Piscean and uh, in Pisces. In the body, Pisces rules the lymph system or the lymphatic system. That is where your immune system springs from, right? It's the, the body's line of defense against toxins and poisons. And we'll want to pay attention to what is our truth about what is happening in our bodies. You are the best witness to what it is your body needs, not your doctor, right? Not something outside of you. You inside have uh, uh, the ability to tap in and know what is right for you or what is correct for you. It also rules uh, the feet, of course, any toxins. Um, here's the other thing that happens is that because of the sensitivity, we may find that we're more sensitive to sounds. We may find that we're more sensitive to foods that we eat, to uh, smells, to all of the senses um, and to the things that we put into our body, the things that we ingest, even the things that we use like hand creams or lotions or soaps that we have been using forever that work fine for us, you may find that you're suddenly more sensitive to it. And that's because there is a level of toxicity, perhaps that's building up in the body. So we are our own wise one when it comes to our health and our bodies. So fine tune that, right? Keep fine tuning that. All right, questions about Pisces, questions about the moon in Pisces. Of course, that was all about the moon in Pisces, <laughs> but also the general energy of Pisces, which we really need as a foundation uh, as we move into 2022. Um, okay, so Asa, good to see you. I'm so happy to see you out there. Pauline Salia, good morning. And Natasha says, if we can learn that it is okay to tell our minds to stop if it keeps going on those negative tapes of thoughts that never stop. Exactly. Change your environment. Change um, the smell in the in the room, change something, the dynamic. Um, there are a lot of things that we can do to break the pattern of thoughts. And it begins with recognizing, oh, I'm caught up in a pattern of a, a negative thought here. So being aware, it's all about awareness, consciousness, right? Consciousness. And the more aware you are, the more conscious you are, the more ability you're going to have to focus your energy on what's real, what's positive, what's exciting, what's loving, and not on the things that are of worrying or uh, has, you know, dire consequences, etc. So you are in charge of that, not somebody else. By the way, let me take just a moment. If you are here with me today on YouTube, please uh, hit the thumbs up button, right? And then if you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do that. And as well, feel free to share, hit the little share arrow and send that out to your own social medias through Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is that you love. And then if you are joining me today on Facebook, please hit the like button, kind of similar to the thumbs up, only the like. And again, please share this broadcast with other people who might want to know about some of the things that the themes and the energies that are coming up. All right. So I did my part there. Uh, all right. So let's see. Uh, Sunny Smiles. Uh, Dane here put out a good video on YouTube showing us how to accept ourselves. Episode two. I just love it. Teaching us to let go of judgments and realize we're just fine the way we are. If you can, uh, Sunny Smiles, would you find the link to that? and post it here so that other people can find it because I'm not familiar with that person and I might like to find out more. Um, Pauline, why is the age of Aquarius so anticipated? The age of Pisces sounds ideal. We never finish the ultimate of Pisces unconditional love. That's a really good question, Pauline. Um, I think sometimes the highest and best of an age comes in the age immediately following where we can look back and you know by the way no one is absolutely clear on when the age of aquarius started or when it will start my thoughts are when pluto moves into aquarius that's going to be it but if you look at the astronomical information it doesn't start for another four or five hundred years and that would be when the first uh when the sun rises uh at 30 degrees of Aquarius on the spring uh, equinox. It's convoluted, I know. But 
for all intents and purposes, you're talking a cycle that's 25 or 2600 years long. And so we start to notice the potential before the age is ended. So there's this cusp time, if you will, it's like being born on the cusp of two signs. And you're pulling the energies from one and you're pulling the potential from the other. Uh, and sometimes you're pulling the more negative from the, the new sign. And while you're trying to figure out, well, how, what's the best use of the older energy. So we're, no matter how you slice it, we're at the cusp either way, right? If we're in the age of Aquarius, we're still on the cusp. And if we're at the end of the age of, uh, uh Pisces, we're still on the cusp of the age of Aquarius. So we still have lessons to learn. It's akin to the 29th degree of a sign where all the karmic lessons begin to pile up, where we get to choose, are we going to move forward? Do we move forward with the highest ideals of Piscean energy of the Piscean age? Or do we stay caught up in the victimology of the Piscean age, right? The victim energy. And, you know, if you look back at the, the main character on the stage of the Piscean age, Jesus Christ, we get an idea of what the high side of Piscean energy could be. I mean, he very clearly made it so that we would be aware that all things he did, we could do too, that there's nothing that he could do that we couldn't, that we might even be able to do it better. So in that respect, then religion picks up this, this voice and starts moving through and taking uh, a more victim stance over this, where we're looking outside of ourselves for God. I think the, the main character on the stage of the age of Pisces was telling us to look inside. <laughs> it's all here. You're all complete. You're all whole. You have everything you need. So there's this timing right now for us to really learn those lessons. It isn't going to be something that happens from outside of us. It doesn't happen from outside of you. It's a choice that you make from inside of you to live out the highest and the best of the age. I hope that makes sense. Right? So, um, if we have never finished the ultimate of unconditional love in Pisces, then look to me, you, inside you. Where have you not completed the unconditional love, the, um, the releasing of victim energy in the age of Pisces? Because you're all that matters, right? You're all that matters. It doesn't matter what we see out here. It's just a picturing of things that we still personally need to work on right? Because nothing shows up in the outer world except through you and what you see, your vision, right? I hope that makes sense. If you have another question about that, please let me know. Sunny smiles, color helps me attune to mood. I love that too. Color, I light candles. I'll uh, adjust the lighting in my room. Um, sometimes I have to just get up and leave my house. I get caught up here on my house at my house for days at a time. I bet if I looked at my phone right now, I would see I haven't left the house since Sunday um, and in terms of getting, you know, going somewhere. So sometimes you just have to move your body. Sometimes you have to change up the environment. Sometimes you have to do some meditation or some yoga, whatever it is, personalize it. What would make you feel better? What would support you in that moment? Uh, Londa, good morning. Uh, Sylvester says, I have been going through a rapid transformation and learning that changing the mindset and perspective into so much peace and love that you manifest it tenfold. There we have that too, right? What you focus on not only uh, becomes what you're experiencing, but it magnifies, it starts to amplify, it starts to get bigger and expand. Remember, Jupiter is going into Pisces. Jupiter is a planet that magnifies, that expands, that broadens all of our horizons, right? It is fortunate planet. It is a planet that brings us uh, a higher perspective. He rules the ninth house in an astrology chart, which is the house of higher perspective right? So we have this huge opportunity to expand and magnify, which is another reason why it's so important that we get clear about what it is we're focusing our energies on, or our minds, especially our thought processes on. We have no space for the more negative victimology because we don't want that to be the result. And I'm telling you, the year gets a little, the cadence of the year gets a little more stealthy when we get into May. And in May, Jupiter moves out of Pisces and into Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars, right? 
So we, we have this time right now to start learning all of these deep lessons about tolerance, love, compassion, universal love, being psychic, being aware, uh, focusing on what we want, using our God-given talents to uh, purpose, compassion, and, and uh, a, a Garden of Eden, if you will, kind of world. It's not that it's going to happen this year, um, but it won't happen if we can't dream it, imagine it, create it, right? So we have a lot of work to do. Terry Strauss, good morning to you. She says, putting affirmations in your mirror. Oh, good idea. Not my monkeys. I got this. Breathe. You're amazing. If you have to do that, it, that's a great thing to do to remind yourself. Don't worry. Be happy. Right. Sing those songs. Don't worry. Be happy. Um, there's another one. Uh, don't worry. Be happy. And I cannot remember the guy's name that sang that. But then there's also one uh, that talks about because I'm happy, right? Um, clap along. If you feel that happiness is your truth. Oh my God. I can't think of his name. Uh, but anyway, songs, right? Music, what we're hearing, what are we listening to? I try to convince my husband that hard rock first thing in the morning is not supportive of my life. <laughs> and so he's changed up the music that we might be listening to so that it's softer and not, you know, blaring. Uh, so you have power. Thank you for that, Terry, for the reminder about affirmations in the mirror. Uh, Susie, unconditional, un, unconstitutional love. Open. Ooh, I'm not sure what that means, but I love that. Pauline, Pisces, body part feet is grounding part of the theme during the moon in Pisces and other planets, psychic or intuition, or is that Scorpio? It's a water sign, Scorpio, Pisces, Cancer, all three of them bring us into this more intuitive energy. So um, ooh, it's just so exciting what's happening in 2022. I wish I could share it all right here, right now, but unfortunately it won't work that way. Let me just say this, the water energies are highly activated for 2022. And the more that we learn to tap into almost prophetic qualities of Scorpio, the loving universal knowingness energy of Pisces and the nurturing, loving knowingness of Cancer, the more that we are able to live positively in what will still be a strife kind of year. There's still the potential for a lot of strife. We are not clear of the Saturn Uranus square. We are not clear on some of the, uh, of some of the big energies that were put into play in 2020. And of course the, the Jupiter Saturn conjunction last winter solstice that set off a 20 year uh, cycle. Um, I'm reading a really interesting book right now called the fourth turning and it was really written in 1997, which is shocking because when you begin to read it, you start to go, well, that's happening now. That's happening now. That's happening now. And it's a, a book written about how we can chart the things that happen, the cycles of time, and uh, then see where we are in the cycle that helps us predict what we might be experiencing on a collective level. And the empowering thing about that is if we know what's going on, what the potential is for the collective, which we will address during the webinar, then we know how to prepare personally, right? That's the key that I know how it is that I meant to behave, what I meant to share, what I meant to, what I, I, I'll know what my own Achilles heels are during that period of time. So it's huge. Um, the idea of the feet on the ground is important too, because the feet are our interface with the planet, right? You're right. It is what grounds us. So what do we bring? It makes the human a sort of lightning rod for spirit to move through the physical and ground into the earth. So you're a human lightning rod, right? What does a lightning rod do? It brings in high energy and then it distributes that energy. That's the part that you don't see. Um, raise your hand. I won't see you. If you're noticing a lot of mushrooms or fungus type things in your, in your world, I noticed huge fields of, of toadstools and mushrooms and uh, all kinds of that thing going on. Feet on the ground, the mushrooms, the fungus, they have an underground network of energy. What you see on the surface is only a part of the fungus, right? They, have you ever noticed how mushrooms tend to grow in a line or they grow in a circle um, where there's one, it's never really just the one, 
right? There's several. It's because they, they form an underground network that spreads the energy. So you as a human lightning rod, bringing in spirit through your physical body, grounding it through your feet into the earth, that energy then distributes through the network, the grids of the planet, right? Spreading. So what are you spreading? Right. That's a great question. What are you spreading? Do you want to spread anger and upset and and discrimination and you, you keep naming all of the uglies fear? Or do you want to spread love? Do you want to spread joy? Do you want to spread acceptance and tolerance, compassion? So be the lightning rod for the, the really positive energies and be able to ground that in with your through your feet uh, and then be the distributor of that. And by the way, the fungus energies, the um mushrooms, things like that, are a symbol of the air age that began last year with Jupiter and Saturn coming together at uh, zero degrees of Aquarius, an air sign. So literally, even though it's on the ground, you would think it's Earth, it's really air energy because it forms this internet, if you will, of connections, right? This network of uh, lines and how they connect with one another. They, it's almost like in the movie Avatar, where you see that the trees form a network right through their roots and that the network is interconnected. And it's similar to how all of us as humans are also interconnected through this network of energy. We don't see it. We can't see it. it it's not something that we can see. Um, we can sense it. It's more of the psychic connection that we have. It's why people like Terry out there, uh, a very gifted medium can tap in to what's going on with the world, right? With, with other people, with spirits on the other side, she's tapping into the invisible network that binds us all together, both living and passed over, right? Those lines are still there. That connection is still there. It's never lost. So Piscean energy, so fascinating, right? Uh, Asa, I miss you too. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, let's see. What else? Tom, Janet, you and I researched and compared. Yes, we did. And two years ago, we are in it already. I love it, Tom. I know we've had that conversation, but again, there's so many different viewpoints out there. I, I'm with you, Tom, and I think I've said this before on air. I'm pretty sure we're in it. And even if we're not, we're still at the cusp. Um, Pauline says, what is negative of Pisces, this COVID part of? Well, I, I have a lot of th thoughts that keep coming up for me about COVID. In the past, in, um, so think about this, viruses are things that we can use as a positive way of transforming a population of um, ugh, creating an evolutionary leap. Okay, there's that. And we put viruses, for example, when they're cultivating tulips, I live in tulip land over here. Um, when they cultivate tulips, they inject a virus and that creates the streaking in of color that you see through some of the tulips, right? The, the beautiful red tulips that'll have white spread through it or yellow tulips with red or red with yellow. And that's because of a virus. So viruses have the ability to create a mutation through a population for good or not so good, right? So COVID being a part of that, Pisces absolutely rules all of the little bugaboos that we can't see, the viruses, the germs, the bacterias. And as a part of the experience then of this Piscean age, what has been the major mutation that we need to make? Well, it's one of returning to the divine feminine, right? To, to at least bring that up to match the divine masculine. It is a process of bringing up uh, our more loving, compassionate, and unconditionally loving selves. And uh, I would say that COVID has done its part to show us where we're still polarized, right? Where we're not accepting of everybody's own wisdom about what to do with their own bodies in terms of uh, mask mandates or uh, getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine and all of that. So it's really put us in a position to move through um, a, 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 an evolutionary leap, an evolutionary leap that we didn't expect, but that we should have expected, right? We, we knew, we knew all along uh, as a, a society that at some point 
another germ would come along or another agent, a virus would come along that could create havoc and we didn't prepare. That's a big lesson for the age of Aquarius, I think, right? How do we prepare for a future where these things might happen again, right? They happen with some frequency. If you go back across time, right? There was the Spanish flu, there was smallpox, there was pertussis, there's been diphtheria, there's been, uh, uh, what's that other one that I'm thinking, the plague, uh, Black Death, all of that kind of stuff, all throughout history. And it's been those times where we've experienced the the, the tragedy in that, um, where we've, we've seen change happen, right? Something happens out of that. And one of the key words I've been telling all of you for 2022 is Renaissance. Well, the Renaissance era that we think of as Renaissance era came about after the dark ages where there was the plague, right? And it's not to say that it always has this one-to-one correlation, but we can start to see how it's played a role, how these germs or these viruses have played a role in changing humankind or changing the energy on the planet. Um, and again, stepping back without being the emotional reaction to it, you can see how it has been effective in changing the paradigm. So, and it's not done yet, right? It's not done yet. Um, so, uh, Sunny Smiles, Access Consciousness uh, is his program. Oh, yes, I love Access Consciousness, right? Um, I've studied with him for years, warning, he's very kid-like, playful, which is showing us to get back to our true selves, to lighten up. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, thank you, Pauline. Sylvester lost a lot of weight. They drained 71 pounds of fluid and I'm on dialysis. It's not going to be forever though, because I'm on a new journey of health and wellness, going to get a kidney, right? Amazing things that we can do. Um, Susie, raise my frequency. Uh, I think we can all help Sylvester in this by picturing him as uh, at the epitome of health right? We have skills here, right? We can be, I don't know his face. Well, I can kind of see it in his picture here, but I know his heart. I know he's a human being. I know he's worthy of having health. So I can surround him with as much loving, healing energy as I can. Um, and we all as a community can do that for one another. So let's do it, right? We see you. We see you healthy. We see you in your bright, shiny, healthy self. We see you as being able to be empowered by the things that you're doing, the steps you're taking to be healthy, Sylvester. So there you have it. Um, Sunny Smiles, I recently made a love grid. Amazing how it changes the environment. I got to know more about that. Sunny Smiles, you need to share that with us. Uh, Pam's Ruba Dane here. Good. Love his release statement. Pauline, any planet in retrograde now? Uranus is in retrograde right now. And I believe Chiron is still in retrograde, um, if you consider him to be a planet. Let's take a look. Chiron, where are you? You would be in Aries. Yes, he is still retrograde. Eris is still retrograde. And they're dwarf planets. But of the main planets, Ceres is also still retrograde. Uh, but of the main planets, we have only Uranus that is retrograde at the moment. And that will be until I think it is January 18th. And then he will be retrograde. Uh, a little hint for a while in 2022, we will have no planets retrograde, except maybe some of the outer, you know, dwarf planets. I'm looking forward to that. That equates to action, right? Being able to move forward uh, where things have been stalled, we can return to forward motion. And again, all of that will be talked about in the Astrology of 2022 webinar. Uh, okay, so what else do I have here? Bobby McFerrin. That's the don't worry, be happy, right? And if, you have, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Love that one. And I love Bobby McFerrin. I'm so glad you guys know the names. Um, Pharrell Williams. How did I forget his name? Oh my God, I love Pharrell. So um, yeah, so songs, music, find the musicians that are singing the happy songs, not because you want to be a Pollyanna and not acknowledge that there's something going on in the world that isn't right, but that the only way the outer world is going to change in, as, as a reflection of what's going on within each one of us, right? So be the change you want to see in the world is literal, 
right? If you want to see a world returning to peace and love and joy and uh, togetherness or acceptance, tolerance, compassion, then you have to be able to resonate with that energy yourself in order to broadcast that. There we have that. Um, okay. A hot apple cider. I'm not sure what that's about. Love candies and candles and incense. I love candies and incense too. Uh, okay. Yes, I read where they mushrooms are what's going to clean and clear our soil. I didn't even think about that, Sylvester, but that's true too. I mean, that's, they uptake nutrients out of the ground. And then as a plant life, they also are able to release it. Um, Pam's Ruba, the lane ley lines, indeed. Uh, Renaissance, love that. Christ, I'm not the only one saying that, by the way. I love to be, I'm, I love that I was the first one to say it, or maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but Renaissance, I see it. I don't know that it's going to be completed in 2022. I think that would be a little Pollyanna-ish, but I believe, I believe, I believe in Renaissance. Um, okay, so Ursula, prayers of support for Sylvester. I love it. Corey, the epitome of health. Your body will be healed, Sylvester. I love I put a pick, but don't know how. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe you could email it to me and then I can post it. I'm not sure. Uh, Pauline Solia, uh, Eris, what is that? I have it in my 12th house. Eris is a goddess of discord. She is um, sort of one of the places in our charts where for most of us uh, on the planet, she is in Eris in our natal charts. Right now she's at 23 degrees of Eris. Uh, of Aries, Aries, Aries is in Aries, and she's in Aries for almost every one of us that have been that are born on the planet right now. And that's because she takes about 500 years, I want to say to move through a sign. She's a slow mover. So she actually sort of um, is a, a bigger period of time that she is creating the discord within. So she exposes the places that are not right. So if she's a part of our Piscean age, at least these last, you know, couple of hundred of years of it, then the discord that she's bringing up, she's showing us where we're out of alignment with um, independence and interdependence. She's showing us where we're out of alignment with connectedness, where we don't understand this idea of we're all in this boat together. Um, and she's disruptive. She's a disruptor. If we go back to the mythology of Eris, she threw out the golden apple or she brought the golden apple to a wedding of uh, Paris and uh, Helen of Troy. And it began the, the Trojan War, right? So she she doesn't, she's not pretty. <laughs> she's going to show us where we're out of alignment. So wherever she is in your chart, she might be bringing up what part of you is still out of alignment with the highest and the best. And you get the opportunity to fix it because in the highest and best, what she is, is the catalyst for change, right? For getting up to that better frequency, to becoming more inclusive, uh, being more compassionate. Um, okay. Sylvester thanking all of us. Um, I know you've been listening to us for a while and I absolutely love those of you who have been doing that. All of you that are new, all of you that show up here every day that I'm on. Uh, Sunny Smiles, bright pink is love with passion. So I placed it on a bright pink cloth, heart in the center, rose quartz stones all around. I used a pyramid over the heart in center to magnify it. Oh my gosh. See, we could be so creative in the ways that we um, are creating the field of love or heart centeredness or what have you. Um, and Londa Damon, I am a Pollyanna. Me too. I can't help myself. It's that Sagittarius. Um, part of our charts where that shows up. So wherever Sag is, is where you tend to look at the world with these rose colored glasses. Uh, keep doing it. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Cool rocks. Good morning. She says there is peace on earth and yes, it begins with me. That's a whole nother song. I love that song too. Um, okay. On and on. I could just read everybody's comments. Let's strangle Eris. Let's make peace with Eris, right? Let's understand that she's showing us something and we may not like what she's showing us, right? We may have issues <laughs> with the things she's showing us, um, but she's definitely helping us to see, um, uh, was Eris the witch in Snow White? Maybe she was, right? Maybe she was. Ooh, we could go on and on with this. Um, 
Sunny Smile says she emailed the love grid to you. Yay! So then if it's okay, I'll post that for everybody in the living astrology community. Pauline Salia, could you post that love grid? <laughs> Great minds think alike, Pauline. There we go. Now, let's get to a couple of other things that I want to talk about because holy moly, it's five minutes to nine. Uh, for the weekend, we have a couple of things that we want to be aware of. Uh, Mercury is in a semi-square to Saturn today. A semi-square is a 45 degree angle. Think of tension. Think of stress, right? Stressing us to align our thoughts and our words with our deeds, right? That's, we've been talking about that. Uh, the moon tomorrow and to actually the moon today is in a square to the sun, right? We come to the first quarter moon, which is the crisis of action. It's the first test that we experience to our intentions that were set with the new moon. Last week, we had the new moon, a very powerful one. It was a solar eclipse. And we probably set some powerful intentions. So the first quarter comes along and challenges us, right? There's a block, perhaps a limiting thought, something going on that looks like we can't continue on with our intention. So the need that we have today uh, is to be aware of options and to see what is opening up. If something's closing down, something else is opening up. We just need to be open to receiving that or to seeing that. And then, of course, we talked about the moon in Pisces today. On Saturday, we have Venus conjunct Pluto, OMG, right? Big one. That's a threefer. It happens December 11th, December 24th, or 25th, excuse me, and on March 3rd of 2022. It's big. It is marrying our values, our finances, our relationships to a major transformation. Pluto takes us on the trip through the underworld. This is in preparation for Venus in retrograde, which starts next Sunday, the 19th of December. And we want to keep in mind then that this is our time to reimagine ourselves. Another key word, I'm, I'm, I'm spilling the beans. Another key word for 2022, reimagining, right? Reevaluating. Are you in alignment with your values or not? We have a three pass. And of course, being in alignment with your values all begins with the question, what do I value? What is my value? Where is my niche in the world, in, in my family, in my community? Uh, we also have Mercury in a sextile to Jupiter. That's a good one for being able to focus on what makes us feel good, what makes us feel happy. The sun comes into a square with Neptune on Saturday. This is part of the natural cycle of the sun and Neptune's uh, transits every year. Uh, in Pisces, uh, the sun will conjunct uh, Neptune. And so we did so last March. And then we hit the first square in June. Then we hit the opposition in September. Uh, or early, uh, yes, yeah, September, and then we now are at the square, the closing square. So this is about imagination and, and create creative energy. What's still out there? What still lies not created yet that you intended at the beginning of the sun Pisces or sun uh, Neptune cycle? So uh, easy for us to see that maybe there are something I know as I look back over my year, I'm like, oh, yeah. There's several things, projects that I wanted to get up and off the ground. Some I even started and some I did not finish. So realigning ourselves with that. Uh, and then I wanted to talk about the uh, sextile and semi-sextile. I think we'll do that on Monday because I want to be able to pull us a couple of cards for the weekend. I'm going to pull us a goddess card. I think we need some of the divine feminine to be part of our experience. And... Well, I can't help myself. The animal cards just keep coming up. So let's pull an animal. On Monday, we pulled the scarab beetle, right? That was about magic works through you. Let's see what we get for the weekend. All in all, I think it's a good weekend. We have a transition coming up on late Saturday when the moon moves out of Pisces and into Aries. Now we get a little bit more confrontational con uh, energy that comes up. We get, um, well... I'm not sure which one we get here because three popped out. One of them was wasp spirit, um, whale spirit, peacock spirit, and wombat. Oh my goodness. We have a whole storyline here. So let's forget the goddess cards. I'm going to tell the story. Let's see what we can weave in this story the cards have presented us with. Um, let's see. So they came out this way. So the first card is wasp. 
it is card number 64, which is a 10, which is a one. So we have a sort of new beginning here. And it says sometimes life stings. And this card was right side up. So let's see what 64's lessons for us are. Not all that spirit creates in nature is easy to love, but when we look through the eyes of wasp spirit, we recognize that even though sometimes life stings, there is a purpose for pain, just as there is a purpose for wasps in the natural world. Wasps keep insect populations down, supporting the growth of plants. So too, the sting of life may hurt and you may feel deeply disappointed or even resentful that wasp spirit has shown up, but you will soon come to see <laughs> that spirit has something wonderful in store for you. You may well come to realize that being stung led to something far better than you had envisioned for yourself. Perhaps behind the scenes, wasp spirit was conspiring with spirit to ensure that you could grow something of value to you. Again, getting in alignment with your values. Spirit has a plan and wasp spirit plays a part. Have you ever looked back and been glad your prayers weren't answered because the path you took led to something far better? Wasp spirit is a reminder to reflect on those times. For today's sting may hurt, but something better awaits you. First card in our story, the wasp. Second card in our story is whale, card 65. That's funny. And it is, especially because these cards have been used so often that they would come up in sequence as, as a, amazing. And wasp, uh, whale spirit says, trust the great mystery. It is card 65, which is an 11. So we have a, a, an enlightenment possibility here or an illumination, but whale came in upside down. So we'll need to look at the part of the story that's in protection mode. And whale spirit in protection says, certainty is not offered to you right now. You are being asked to trust the process of co-creation. Whale spirit reminds you that your primary reality is not that of the material world, but that of the realm of spirit from which the essence of your dreams and desires take shape before arriving as a specific form. You must truly, absolutely, you must trust, excuse me, absolutely, that what will come will be for the highest good. Stay in your present moment awareness and allow the hidden realms to hold your intentions safely until it is time for them to manifest in the realm of form. Let go, for you will not be left behind. Some things just take longer than others to arrive. I think that's great as a reminder to keep focused on what we want, not on what we don't want. Whale spirit, right? Whale spirit. Next is peacock. I love peacock. Peacock, number 46, which is a 10, which is a one. So we have a, a number one again, and one and an 11 or a 10 and an 11. Peacock spirit says, let it shine. It was also upside down. So let's look at the protection message of card 46. Is the story sounding coherent? To me, it is. Are you afraid of dancing with abandon because of what others might think? Do you think you might be punished if you shine too brightly? Have you been conditioned to expect to be hurt if you show yourself fully to the world? Maybe not everyone will celebrate your beautiful radiance when you shine. That's okay. Peacock Spirit is here to remind you that while others may resist celebrating the beauty within them, although they may contract while you expand and shake your tail feathers, uh, smile and keep dancing anyway. Model the good fortune and abundant joy that is yours and soon someone will say, me too, and join you. Spirit loves you so much and wants you to enjoy the dance and shine your light. Again, get in alignment with what's true for you. Peacock spirit, love it. And finally, wombat spirit was card 68, which is a 14, which is a five. Freedom sort of number here. Wombat spirit says be at home. And wombat was upright. So wombat, you don't get that card very often. Uh, let's see. I couldn't even tell you what it means really other than be at home. Wombat says, burrowing deep into the ground, remaining safe, sound, and well-fed with family is a special trait of the wombat. Home sweet home is always available if you recognize that well-being is the truth of life. Wombat spirit reminds you that to be truly at home in the world, you need to find comfort within your own skin. You do this by accepting all your experience without judgment. 
through a deep honesty and love of life. When you feel the freedom to be yourself, you can begin to truly feel at home in your life with your family and tribe. Right now, you're in a beautiful place where you can hang up the coat of your identity and settle into a true sense of home and well-being, understanding that all is well. Everything you do from this place rings true in harmony with spirit. Wombat. Wow. So I think we have a really good story here that sometimes life stings, but trust that there's a greater purpose, a mystery behind it and be true to you, live in alignment with your values and do what it is that you love. Be at home, share it with your community. I love it. All right, y'all. That is it for me today. Hopefully you all have a wonderful weekend. I will see you on Monday morning. That'll be the 13th of December. Yowza. And that will be the day before the webinar. So it'll be the last day, really. Or you could probably purchase your ticket at the last minute on the 14th. Uh, but if you want to attend the webinar, please go to the website, www.living-astrology.com and get your ticket. That's it for me. Much love to you all. Bye for now.